All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Jake with Radio Underland. Jake on the news. Jake coming to you live. We should be live on Rumble right now. If you're looking for the show, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to find us later. Uh, let me cut this music off. The way to find us on Rumble is at radiounderland.com. No spaces, no underscores, no, no, no nothing like that. It's just at radiounderland.com. Uh, okay, so there's been a lot going on. And uh, I'm just kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of going to get hit through the updates that have been going on as far as this whole boycott stuff. We've got North Face, Dodgers, Target, uh, Walmart. Uh, oh, and Budweiser, the granddaddy of them all. How can we forget uh, the granddaddy of them all, Budweiser? So here we go right now. Uh, Fox News. There's a gay Fox News contributor. I don't know how he got past the screeners to be a contributor on Fox News, but there's a gay Fox News contributor. And he's blasting corporate pride campaigns. He says they really do do damage to gay and lesbian communities. You know what? I'll tell you what. Out of the uh, uh, ordinary, ordinary, non-militant, non-pride, uh, uh, balls out on a float uh, down the streets of San Francisco, gay people that I know, which I know quite a few, um, I bet that they would agree with this, that this whole like push... It's not even something that they want to see. See, see. here's the thing you have to realize. The difference between, I, I know Governor Newsom, I know a lot of politicians, they, 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 they try to make it that the LGBTQAI plus rights are being violated, and that is the progressive step to racism in this country. We're rewinding the clocks, and if, and if they're going to ban LGBT uh, tuckable swimsuits for toddlers, the next thing they're going to do is make Rosa Parks sit in the back of the bus. That's what they would like you to believe. But there's a big difference between being born black and choosing where you want to stick your dick or what you want to shove up your ass. That's completely different. It's not even in the same ballpark of conversation. It's really not. One is something that is unavoidable. It is how you are born, and, and it is the color of the melanin of your skin. And to not judge person based on that is totally what the civil rights movement was ab ab about. To try and, and shoehorn somebody's sexual kinks and what they do in the bedroom into that conversation and equate it as being the same is totally irresponsible, irrational. But it's a tool that the left uses often. Like we have seen this past week, we've seen Governor Newsom trying to shoehorn uh, the LGBTQ ideology and pass it off that if that ideology is blocked in schools, at Target, and all these other places, it equates to racism and that, that Jews, women, and blacks and minorities are the next on the list. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is the farthest thing from the truth and whatsoever. These are two different conversations. These are two different scenarios. This is different stuff that's going on in its entirety. So without further ado, let's jump to Fox News and the uh, self-labeled by Fox News, gay Fox News contributor talking about this damage to the gay and lesbian community that is being caused by all of this. Here we go. Let's see what they have to say. I hadn't seen that North Face ad. That's that's pretty amazing. I'm not sure what any of that has to do with, you know, warm jackets and camping. Or even gay people, frankly. Tell me what's... <laughs> yeah, I, what, what's this all about? What's your take on all of this? Well, look, Tammy? first of all, it's embarrassing. Um, uh, and thanks for having me on tonight. 
Uh, it's embarrassing. I think most of the audience knows uh, I'm a gay woman. Um, I, I don't dress as a clown, usually. I mean, I don't think I've ever dressed as a clown. Uh, it's, it, it, I realize that there's all kinds of different people in the world. Lord knows I live a marginal life myself, and I, and I like my life. But what this does is it sends a message. It's really kind of an extremist framework. Uh, what Pride was about really, you know, being able to be free to be yourselves, absolutely, within our community, uh, working to make sure that your neighbors and your family realize that gay people uh, can work in a lot of different industries or we're, we're from various different backgrounds and we have, you know, love lives and we have families and we have dreams for our future. It was really about being left alone but being treated equally and fairly. And now we've made tremendous progress. And now it's as though there has to be another step forward, another kind of push for something, for everyone to be a victim or for, for some kind of new dynamic that indicates, well, almost like an addict, that once you have a, you reach kind of a, a, a center point or a wall, you kind of have to go further. And those kinds of ads uh, really, I think, do damage to the gay and lesbian community, to the communities, uh, minority sexual communities, to the transgender community, because it, it, it's, it's pandering, uh, it's, it, it's extreme, uh, it doesn't, it's not, does not respect the audience in a sense. Uh, and and you know, your conversation is correct in the sense of what companies should be able to do and would want to do. But at the same time, maybe they're not used to kind of how Americans are usually quiet and that while we might not be having riots and marches, that, that we're going to speak with the dollar, especially when the economy is tight, that we're going to be very careful about where we spend money. And it's not about homophobia. It's about everything being politicized, having messages, political messages yeah. of any type being pushed onto us. None of us want that, no matter what your sexual orientation or your or your race or your background. We're tired. We don't know what the future looks like. We don't know what our, our bank account is empty. You know, we're crime is rampant. Yeah, this is yeah. not on our minds right now. The economy is. All right. There's another one. Another prime example of 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 a level headed uh Gay female speaking out, which I believe she speaks as a voice of the majority of gay Americans. I don't believe I don't believe for one instance that the majority of gay Americans are wanting to participate in drag story hour. I don't believe for one second that a majority of gay Americans are wanting to um, pry LGBTQAI plus ideology into our schools. I don't believe that's the case. I believe that most gay Americans are undistinguishable except for what they do in the bedroom. And I don't believe that they're in on all this woke ideology being shoehorned in everywhere that's go. I don't think that every gay person that you meet is going to be in a thong uh, throwing dildos to an audience off a gay pride uh, parade float. I just don't think that's the case. And I think this lady, Tammy Bruce, is speaking from her experience as a gay female. And uh, I, I, I believe that's the majority consensus around in the gay pop population. I am not going to sit back and buy for one second that um, every gay American out there is for the sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence at Dodger games or for all this other idiotic stuff. Okay. And, uh, and speaking of the Dodgers, let's hit that up next. Let me get, bring this next window up. This is uh, the LA Dodgers are now promoting a Christian faith and family day. 
Even as controversy regarding anti-Christian drag queens linger, we are grateful for the opportunity to talk about Jesus. Okay, Uh, talking about an about face here, I believe that, uh, you know, the Dodgers have done this before. They have done these faith nights before. They have had ministers in there. They have had Christian bands. They have done this uh, these other things to cater to the Christian community. But is this coincidence that right now, I've never seen it publicized like this before. This is obviously a, a, a move on the behalf of the Dodgers to kind of re- reprimand or not re- reprimand, but repair the damage that they have done with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and their blatant bashing of the Catholic faith and the ridicule of the Catholic faith. You know, one thing that is amazing to me about this whole Dodger story, we, we talked about it yesterday, how that the uh, California Teachers Union was a big voice that was hitting up the Dodgers to 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 coerce them into bringing back to the Sisters of Indulgence, of Perpetual Indulgence. Uh, the California Teachers Union was also stating, or alluding to the fact that if the Dodgers did not bring back the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, trans kids' lives were at stake, which is a mass, mass, uh, uh, blowing of mass proportions of the actual uh, reality here, okay? So Dodgers stepping back to kind of, kind of, oh, oh, we're going to play both sides of the fence here. You know, I've been curious, and I've been stating from the get-go how much this Dodgers or the Catholics boycotting Dodgers is going to work. And unfortunately, I was speaking to a, a friend of mine last night, and this friend of mine, I mean, this guy has Dodger tattoos, you know, he, he's a hardcore Dodger fan. And he said for him himself, he's not going to step foot back into Dodger Stadium. That's it. He's he's done. But he also said these are his words, not mine. He says that he believes <laughs> now these are his words. He believes that the Dodger fan base is um, not smart enough to read into what's going on. He, he, he thinks his opinion, his opinion, not mine, was that the, the typical Dodger fan is not going to read in and understand what the Sisters of Indulgence stands for. They're not going to understand that the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence has been established since 1979. Okay, They've been around for a long time, and their number one goal has been to ridicule Catholics and make fun of the Catholic faith. And it's, and it's, a, it's a really odd flip to me when the Dodgers say that they don't want any hate groups involved but here they are with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a group that is just, it's established on hate of the Catholic religion since 1979. I mean, this isn't something, There's they have a track record. Uh, you can Google them, and this is what pops up. Just Wikipedia them, and it tells you who the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are. So the L.A. Dodgers... Are they going to be boycotted in the way that Target and Bud Light and all these other companies are, are being boycotted? I think they're going to take a little sting. I think there's going to be a little drop-off of attendance at the Dodger Stadium. But is it going to stick? Are, is, are the Dodgers going to face $9 billion of, of losses like Target is? Are they going to face $15.7 billion of losses like Bud Light is? I don't know. I don't know. This is this is another diehard fan group of a sports team, and I don't know if it's going to stick like the other ones are. I hope it does. I hope it does. I hope I hope that these companies just start staying out of. There, there's a big difference between honoring Hispanic Heritage Month or Black History Month or or uh, whatever you want to celebrate. There's a big difference between those and celebrating where you actually want to put your penis or what you want to shove up your ass or what you want to do in the bedroom and the stuff that should be in the privacy of your own home. I, I, I think that's pretty simple and straightforward. Do I think that this pride stuff should be going on on the, on the corporate level for these major companies? 
Probably not. I mean, when is the day that they celebrate, okay, we're having straight sex day at the stadium? So you would sit here and you would be like, what the f- what the hell are the Dodgers doing? They're going to have straight sex day at the stadiums? But what is the difference between that and a Pride Day celebrated at the stadiums or Pride Month? Huh? You tell me. You tell me what the difference is. Because these are these are these are identifi- identifiers of a segment of the population that is identified by what they do sexually, not who they are as a person. It's what they do sexually. It's their choices of what they do in the bedrooms, what they do, what their kinks are. It, it, that is different. That's different, completely different than Black Heritage, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, all the all the others. So I don't know. Uh, regarding the Dodgers, will this boycott stick? That is yet to be seen. We're going to find out. It's going to that the data is going to start coming out here shortly. Uh, but let's get on to the next story. Um, okay, so here we go. So why are corporations sacrificing profits and politicians their dignity to promote transgenderism? Why must we quit cater to 0.7% of the people who identify as transgender at the expense of the 99.3 who do not? And why are we celebrating gender dysphoria as a courageous lifestyle choice rather than a mental disorder? Corporations are in business to maximize shareholder profits. Their collective decision to wade into the culture wars won't end well. Yeah, so this article really didn't give any answers to that. I think we've had more answers on this show previously that the answer to this of why they're delving into it is uh, to maintain their high rankings in the corporate equity index. But at the same time, that corporate equity index, if you're not familiar with it, that's an organization that that judges all these massive companies on their LGBTQAI plus friendliness, okay? And the object is to get a 100%. And to, in order to get a 100% uh, corporate equity score, you have to be pro pro LGBTQ AI even in your advertisements. You need to um, 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 supply medical benefits to domestic partners of gay individuals and even cover uh, sex reassignment surgery for transgender uh, employees. And so this corporate equity index, it keeps getting thrown a lot. We keep hearing about it back and forth, left and right. But the question I have is why, what is the background of this and why does it hold so much power over these companies? We know, we know that Bud Light here last week got hit with a letter from the governing body of the Corporate Equity Index, and they said that their equity index for Bud Light is going to drop from 100%, 100% over the whole Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. But why does it matter? Why don't we have an equity index for companies for companies that are pro-family, pro-American values, pro-values of the family unit. I'm not too sure if one exists. Maybe there is some scale out there that I'm just not aware of, uh, but let's carry on. Okay, Bud Light is uh, trying to weasel its way back into the gay community who has shunned them uh, lots of gay bars have boycotted Bud Light. There's been a a, a backlash against boycott uh, against Bud Light from the gay community. We know this. Bud Light's getting hit from both sides. Uh, from the gay community, they're pissed off that they didn't back Dylan Mulvaney, etc. But Bud Light sponsors Cincinnati Pride Parade after Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Bud Light is one of the brands sponsoring next month's Cincinnati Pride Parade. The latest in a series of mixed signals the beer giant has given as it grapples with controversy over Dylan Mulvaney partnership. A glance at the list of sponsors uh, on the event's website reveals that Anheuser-Busch brand is the lending its name to the annual event, which will be held on June 24th. The image on the page shows a rainbow-colored bottle of Bud Light next to a glass of beer under the heading Together in 
pride. So, I mean, is this an obvious? Is this obvious where Bud Light has chose to 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 promote their loyalties that they're going to go after that? Point, oh, 0.7% of transgender population and shun the 99.3. Um, is this something that it, it could be possibly that this was a deal that was in place prior to the whole Dylan Mulvaney and they're just falling through with their con- contractual obligations? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, and I, I was listening to some influencers on Instagram and Facebook the other day and they're saying Bud Light needs to apologize. Bud Light needs to apologize. Uh, don't you think it's a little late for that? I mean, what, what's, what's, but like, but like just needs to keep their ass out of all this stuff. Uh, same thing with Ford, same thing with Chevy, same thing with North Face, same thing with uh, all these other companies that are getting just put through the ringer right now. Just, just sell your product, advertise your product about how good your product is. Stick to the product. You know, I, I don't know. It's uh, they're trying to be relatable to the uh, gay community. I have no idea. Anyways, on to the next story. Let me get this out of the way. Pop up, pop up blocker. Um, Okay, this was interesting right here. Uh, Target gave two point one million to LGBTQ group that urges school to hide kids gender transition from parents. Target has donated $2.1 million to an LGBTQ advocacy group that has pressured school districts to not tell parents if their children identify as another gender, according to an online report by Fox News Digital. The retail giant, which has been the subject of widespread boycott calls in the wake uh, calls in the wake of protests over its pride collection, has partnered with the Gay, Lesbian and Straight Education Network. This is a teacher group founded in 1990 with the aim of creating affirming learning environments for LGBTQ youth. GLSEN. GLSEN has also opposed efforts by legislators to ban LGBTQ books with sexually explicit themes. GLSEN leads the the movement in creating affirming and anti-racist spaces for the LGBTQIA plus students. We are proud of a 10 years of collaboration with GLSEN and continue to support their mission, according to Target. So Target's been in bed with these guys for 10 years. Target and GLSEN share a belief that all children deserve the opportunity to learn and thrive in a safe environment, said Laisha Ward, Executive Vice President and Chief Corporate Social Responsibility Officer for Target. Uh, so more, you know, more, more the, 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 the deck of cards that is piling up against Target and Target's agenda and who they're financing uh, continues to grow. And giving $2.1 million to an LGBTQ group that urges schools to hide kids' gender, nah, not a smart move. Not a smart move. Once again, this is corporations just getting involved in things that they shouldn't be involved with. And it's finally coming back to bite them in the ass. Uh, this article from uh, Voices, the Christian Post, is is uh, claiming that the Target and the L.A. Dodgers put Budweiser to shame. And I'll tell you what, I think the worst, my personal opinion of the worst of these that is going on right now that is in the headlights, he- headlights and headlines is, um, is, is the Dodgers situation. I think the Dodgers situation where they are openly condoning a group that has been so outspoken an anti group of people, anti the Catholics, anti Christianity, and to back these people and bring them back into the fold after you already removed them one time, 
They should have stuck to their guns and kept them removed and said that we're not going to tolerate a group that is going to shame uh, other mass uh, mass groups and and, uh, populace of this country or of the L.A. area. They should have stuck to their guns and just stayed. I mean, the Dodgers were being praised when they first got rid of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. People were out there saying that finally some common sense out of California, some organization, the Dodgers is actually acting with a shred of common sense and doing something right. And then they just blew that all out of the water. They blew that all out of the water. They had they were pressured from the, you know, California uh, 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 school unions. They were pressured and they folded to that pressure. But I'll tell you what. They should have stuck to their guns because I think the Dodger endorsement of the ladies of perpetual indulgence or whatever, I think that is the most egregious out of all these events that are happening right now. But anyways, back to this article. Let's read through it together. It says here that uh, I can't wait to go a week or a month. Who could imagine a year without writing a single article on LGBTQ plus activism? And I agree with that 100%. I am so tired of reading these stories but it is so prominent in the news right now that how can you avoid it? That's my sidebar on this. Anyways, uh, I imagine you can't wait to go a week or month or year without reading another article on the subject either. But here we are in 2023 in the midst of a cultural implosion and common sense, decency, the fear of God and a deep love for people cause me to cry out again. In the aftermath of the Los Angeles Dodgers reinventing the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence drag team, reinviting uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence drag team to their June Pride Night celebration, Catholic vote on Twitter, the Dodgers have instantly become the Bud Light of baseball. But this is a gross understatement. The Dodgers have gone far beyond Bud Light, which I agree with, which has reportedly lost billions of dollars after making Dylan Mulvaney into an online poster girl. In the case of Budweiser, the backlash began after Mulvaney posted a video on the app. We already know that. We don't have to rehash that. I'm going to skip ahead. In the case of the Dodgers, after initially disinviting the Jesus-mocking, Mary-mocking, Catholic-mocking sisters in the light of Catholic protests, the Dodgers re-invited them when other LGBTQ plus groups threatened to drop out. And they had the gall to do this in the name of diversity. Their official statement reads more like satire than reality, but it is every bit real. And I'm going to read the statement. Some of you might not have heard their statement, but the Dodger statement was, after much thoughtful feedback from our diverse communities, and there's a lot, honest conversations within the Los Angeles Dodgers organization and generous discussion with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, the Los Angeles Dodgers who would like to offer our sincere apologies to the to the sisters of perpetual indulgence members of the LGBTQ plus community and their friends and families their apologies well i guess that was it okay they they had so much editorial in here that i was trying to skip over it uh, the, st- the statement also praised the sisters for life-saving work they have done tirelessly for decades singling, singling them out for a special award award life-saving work I guess I mean I mean I guess a male stripper in stripper hills dancing on uh, Jesus Christ hanging on a cross does save some lives I'm not sure how I'm not sure how but that is definitely the viral video that has been out there that represents uh, the ladies of the sisters of perpetual indulgence oh boy 
As for the sisters, whatever life-saving work they may do, their name and their nun-monkeyed outfits are quite intentional, as noted by Catholic League President Bill Donahue. These homosexual bigots are known for simulating sodomy while dressed as nuns. They like to feature a condom savior mass, one that describes how the latex host is the flesh for the life of the world. That's nice. As for Target, after years of declaring war on gender uh, distinctions and fostering radical transgender activism they have upped the ante now by allegedly targeting children with their obscene tuck bathing suits yeah we know what's going on with the bathing suits anyways there's an article right here target and ellie dodgers put budweiser to shame I, I so if you look at the hierarchy of what's going on i think budweiser made a mistake i think target made a bigger mistake and i think dodgers have made the biggest mistake so that's my three two one in that order Number one, Dodgers. Number two, Target. Number three, Budweiser. As far as the egregious actions that these companies have taken, uh, and the one getting hardest hit has been Budweiser, which probably was the least of these. Okay. Uh, Lauren Bobbert. Yeah, she's calling for a boycott against the North Face. She didn't like the uh, North Face commercial that we played uh, last week or earlier this week on the show with uh, Patty Gonya drag queen with a mustache uh, advertising for North Face. Uh, Bobbert is trying to jump on the bad wagon and call for a boycott of this. Uh, Republican Representative Lauren Bobbert of Colorado is calling for people to boycott the North Face. The Congresswoman's calls for conservatives to target the clothing and gear company is apparently in response to the brand's promotion of the LGBT movement. The North Face recently released a video featuring drag queen Patty Gonya. Hi, it's me, Patty Gonya, a real-life homosexual. I think most of you have seen the commercial, so we don't need to rehash that. Uh, Bobbert called for a boycott against the company. Her tweet stated, well, I guess North Face wanted to get a taste of what conservatives did to Bud Light and Target. How many times do we have to explain to the woke marketing departments at these disgusting companies that America is not a nation of degenerates? It's time to boycott any product North Face has ever made. Let's make it as shameful to wear North Face as it is to drink Bud Light, according to Bobert. You know, the funny thing is, is I've never known the Christian movement, you know, and me being raised Christian my entire life. I mean, they've tried to boycott stuff in the past. Um, and this $9 billion, how rapidly that happened at Target, I, I, it has more to do with just Christians. I think this is literally parents that are walking into the stores that are saying, God, dang it, here we are at the front of the store. Uh, uh, come on, Johnny, little Johnny, don't read those T-shirts. Let's go the other way. I think it's one of those situations where Target has just just made things so upfront and in your face to parents that not even with Christian backgrounds, but just parents in general, where they've made it so uncomfortable that just subconsciously people just said, you know what? I'm not going to go in there right now. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to subject. I don't have to explain things to my kids. I don't want to go to get Oreo cookies out of the grocery section. And then all of a sudden have to have a conversation with a little Johnny about what pegging is and all this other kind of gay bullshit that's going on in the Target stores. And like I've said 100% times before, what you do in your bedroom is your business. I don't need to know about it. I don't need to, I, straight people don't go around, well, except on the gazillion porn sites, but that's by request only. But in the public and the media and at Target, I don't see there being advertisement of what straight people are doing in the in the bedrooms. You know, I don't see any T-shirts that say missionary, missionary style for life or, or doggy style. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think some things need to re, remain private. 
remain private. I've said this a million times before. I mean, nobody had a problem with drag queens or LGBTQ or whatever, Pride Month or whatever. Nobody had a problem with that until it started getting shoehorned into our kids' drag time story hours at public libraries into the curriculum at schools. That's when we had a problem about it. And it's like, well, all the teachers, they say, well, you know, this is something that happens on the real world and we need to educate kids about it and here in the classroom. No, you don't. No, you don't. There's a million and one things that happen in the real world that aren't being discussed in school. Uh, there's there's a million and one things that could be more productive uh, to be taught in schools than this ideology that's coming from the LGBTQ and supported by teachers unions across the country. I mean, how about we give some basic financial, uh, how credit cards work, how how high interest rates loans work. I mean, there's so many things that we can teach in schools that we could reassign our efforts in the public schools and private schools, reassign our efforts to teach something of value to children than the waste time of how to properly insert a butt plug or how to, how to establish gay sex. These are, these are unnecessary things. They're just unnecessary. And call me old-fashioned for saying that, but anyways, it is what it is. Now, a little Nas X, I think he's being sarcastic. I think he's mocking this. Yeah, rapper Lil Nas X mocks target LGBTQ controversy. Uh, Lil Nas X, which has uh, been openly gay and a gay performer, gay uh, rap artist, Lil Nas X uh, waded into the outrage over Target's controversial sales of Woke Pride Month apparel this week, trolling conservatives ire over the retail giant's offering of tuck-friendly swimwear and LGBTQ-friendly clothing for infants. In a Thursday tweet, that has so far garnered more than 5.1 million views and hundreds of comments. The Grammy Award-winning rapper imitated a concerned parent, and his tweet was, Can't believe Target is supporting this nonsense. I'm never shopping there again. My son is not too cool for school. These shirts are ridiculous. He is going to school, and he will learn. So he's just being sarcastic, I think. I don't think he really believes that. Eh. Anyways, uh, okay, let's get to something that has a little audio on it. Let me uh, unmute this, pause that. Oh, it's in mono, only coming on the one side. But anyways, here's a here's a parent freaking out at uh, Target. I have lots of problems with this video. So I just walked into Target, and the um, right behind me here, where you see all these lovely swimsuits, that's where the pride display used to be. And I came in here two days ago, and my seven-year-old, who's non-binary, saw it and said look mom it's pride look they're gonna celebrate me and because some people complained and um threw some stuff to the ground or i don't know what happened they have moved to the pride section to the back of the store so the next time my seven-year-old comes to target or rather i can't bring them here anymore at least for the entire month of june because if they walk in and all the other people who walk in and go, where'd it go? Are gonna realize that they are being successful in trying to erase them. We could do so much better than this. We're not supposed to negotiate with the terrorists. We can do so much better than this. All right, all right, nut job. Uh, okay, first off, <laughs> you've got a seven-year-old. What, what I don't get is all these, I, I have a seven-year-old trans uh, kid, seven-year-old trans kid. Come on now. Come on now. I mean, the kid hasn't even hit puberty. He doesn't even know what he's attracted to. And all of a sudden you have a seven-year-old trans kid. I, that to me, this parent should be questioned. This, this parent should be questioned. And uh, I don't think she's mentally stable. I think it's one of these other uh, ultra, ultra 
ultra leftist white women that is trying to make their make their kid into something for a popularity contest for themselves and not even looking for the best interests of the children. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. I can say it. I can still say it. At least I can say it on Rumble. I don't know. I'll get cut off of YouTube for it. But anyways, all right. Um, yeah, this article right here. And we're about to wrap up all this trans news. But anyways, uh, we already talked about this. This is the trans uh, target partners of the organization. Hold on. Hush, 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 hush. Uh, this is the, another article confirming that target partners with an organization pushing for kids' gender to be secretly changed in schools without parental consent. That was the GLSEN that they gave $2.1 million to. We don't need to rehash that. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Bud Light is making a last-ditch effort with the Budweiser can. So apparently not only if you drink Budweiser, you're gay. If you ride a Harley, you're gay. I, I, I can't believe that Budweiser would or, uh, or Harley-Davidson would allow this to, to be associated with this. I think it would have been in their best interest to say, hey, Bud Light, uh, you know, I know that we were doing this deal about you using our image on your cans, but I think we need to put that on the back burner for a while until you guys figure out what, uh, you know, what you're doing. Uh, we don't want to be associated with that. But nonetheless, the Budweiser cans are out there. Bud Light's trying to give beer away for basically $3 for like a 24-pack or an 18-pack. I forget which one it is. $15 rebates on their beer. They are literally trying to give it away. And they're trying to take one of the most manly associated brands in existence, Budweiser, and try to see if that will help bolster their sales. Harley Davidson, I think you're dumb for getting involved in this. Uh, keep your image out of it. But that's what's going on. And then what else we have? Uh, oh, and this isn't a shocker at all. Remember the disgraced former Biden official Sam Britton? Who, uh, he was, he was, there he is, uh, you know, he got caught for stealing all kinds of stuff he was in he was a, a, a government official it's something to do with our nuclear program well anyways he is a member of the sisters of perpetual indulgence and uh his name was sister ray d o active i guess that's not a shocker at all it turns out that biden's disgraced nuclear waste official sam Britton, made famous after he was arrested for stealing ladies luggage was a member of the drag nun group tapped to celebrate pride month with the la dodgers Britain wasn't just a member, but he held a leadership position with the D.C. chapter of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a drag group that dons religious garb and poses salaciously with crosses in order to get their message of inclusion or something across. Um, so that, yeah, Britain, uh, he was the principal officer of the D.C. chapter. I don't think that's a shock at all. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to wrap up this segment of the news and this is kind of the the whole gay segment of what's going on with all the boycotts i think we've covered all the basic details of what's new today uh this is jake with uh, radio underland follow us like us uh on jake uh or hold on our rumble find us on rumble at radio underland no spaces no dashes nothing like that at radio underland give us a like give us a follow and we will talk to you later